What's up everyone, I'm Noah Briley and welcome back to the podcast. This is week two. In this show we talk about real topics for real people. In today's episode we're going to be talking about how I dealt and am currently dealing with the death of my grandpa. Um, To give a brief backstory, my grandpa was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer about two years ago and if you don't know, the survival rate of pancreatic cancer is 20% of people diagnosed with pancreatic cancer live um, more than one year and only I think 5% um, live more than five years. So obviously when someone in your life gets diagnosed with any type of cancer or disease or illness, you look it up and seeing things like that was, it was a real bummer. It was something he really didn't want to see. But they caught the cancer really early. Um, He actually felt a little bit of pain in the pancreas area, and his dog kept sniffing that area. And honestly, the dog sniffing the pancreas um, is what made him go to the hospital. The pain wasn't really that. It it wasn't enough for him to really think something was wrong. It was just like, oh, my side hurts, like my stomach hurts, whatever. It wasn't like, oh, I, I think I'm in trouble. I need to go. But the dog sniffing is what made him uh, go to the hospital, which it's a cool story. But he ended up dying um, in September of 2017. So it's been um, a little over six months since he died. And at the time, it was it was really heartbreaking and still is heartbreaking. And no matter how much time, you know, again, he was diagnosed with cancer for almost a year and a half prior to his death and no matter how much time that was it was still heartbreaking for him to die Um, he was checked into the hospital a little bit before he died and by a little bit I mean like maybe a few weeks I believe is the that's a good estimate is a few weeks and spent pretty much every day in there for the few weeks before he died but he did know that things were getting worse and whether he told us that they were getting worse or not, he knew that. And so he was able to say everything that he wanted to say to my brother, my father, my grandma, my mom, and me. And then we were all able to, you know, have some alone time with him and tell him everything we wanted to say. And I loved that. I, I really am very thankful that I got to tell him things that I wanted to say and that I wanted to make sure he knew and he got to do the exact same for me, and that's important, and it's something that I'll cherish, and I'll cherish the memories at that time and before that time forever, and I think that's what means the most to me is knowing that it was on good terms, everything was okay, I got to tell him everything I wanted, I just, I felt content with what happened, and he was content with it, he was content with dying, Um, For himself, the only thing that made him not want to die essentially was how it would hurt my grandmother and how it would hurt my mom and us, of course, but those two people being the closest to him, how it would affect them and how it would hurt them, and that was a really big deal, and that's kind of what made him want to try to stretch it out for as long as he could, but as a person, from what he had told me, he was okay. He was okay with dying. And I think that's good, and that's why I think that rather than um, focusing too much on mourning the death, you should celebrate his life because he lived a wonderful life, and he told us he did everything that you know he wanted. He got out 
of life what he wanted and he was happy and he was content with his life and he didn't really have any regrets and so that made me happy and it made me feel a little bit more comfortable and helped me deal with his death knowing that he was happy and that he was okay um and now that he is gone and at the time he was gone i took that as a motivation and inspiration to do well in life because I know that it's all that he ever wanted. He wanted me to do well in school. He wants me to do well no matter what it is that I do. And I know that if I'm not doing it for myself or my parents or anyone who loves me, if I'm not trying to make them proud, then I should at least make try to make him proud. And I am. I'm trying to make all the people who love me proud, myself proud, because I want them to be proud and I want them to show them what I can do. So I took that as some motivation. Another thing I focused on was being the strength for the people around me that needed it, such as my mom and grandma. I think it affected them the most. And I know that if I needed something, they would be there for me. And I know that if I could just help them, it would help me get over the death and deal with the death. And I think that was super important. So I did try to focus on, you know, are they okay? Not, am I okay? And I think it helped me cope with it and it helped me just, I don't know, it helped me feel better about everything. I know that that's what he'd want me to do is help them and make sure they're okay. Make sure I'm okay too. You have to take care of yourself. But for me, that was the way of doing so. Uh, Another thing that I would like to mention is that although I went through this struggle, it's not as if it was just something bad that happened to me. And, you know, on top of that, there are some other things that happened to me and, you know, my life's going bad because that's a very self-centered way to look at the struggles that you go through in life. And I think that everyone, no matter the size of the struggle, should look at it as a learning lesson and something that you're going to be able to help someone else deal with. So, for instance, I dealt with this death and now someone in my life close to me is going to deal with the death And they're going to need some help because it might be the first death they've ever dealt with. Or it might not be. And hopefully, through the learning experience I've had, I can help them with that. And I can make sure that they're okay and take care of them. Because I'm more knowledgeable and I'm wiser now that I've went through this experience. And I think that that's what everyone should do with any struggle, no matter the size or whatever. It doesn't matter what type of struggle. It's so important to focus on those things and to make sure that people are okay and to try to serve others because serving others in so many ways will help you deal with so many things. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll feel less stressed. You'll feel like, you know, your issues go away. Uh, You should also focus on the positive out of the situation, which essentially by helping others and, you know, focusing on, oh, I'll, I'll be able to help someone in the future. That is going to be a positive, but also the positives of their life. You know, it's a celebration of life and you should celebrate the life that they had, whether it was a long one or a short one. It's very sad that they're not here today. But I know that, you know, for me, my grandpa had an amazing life. He wasn't regretful. So I should celebrate that and I should you know, really cherish what he did have and the life that he had because that's important to me and that's important to him for me to think like that. I think that too often people forget to focus on the positives of someone's life and the great things that they got to experience or that you got, the great memories you got to experience with them 
At the end of the day, to me, that's what's most important. I think about him all the time, and I think about, you know, the memories that we shared, and I think about the positive memories, and that helps me get through the rough times when I'm sad about him, is thinking about those positive memories. I have dreams uh, about him. The other day, I had a dream where my girlfriend, who never really got to meet him, um, my girlfriend and me went and ate uh, lunch with him, and he really liked her, and he was proud of me for having her and for dating her and she really liked him and afterwards I asked him if he would like to continue to hang out with us that day and his face lit up and he had the most beautiful smile ever and it didn't make me sad when I woke up but later on that day I started thinking about it and it was really sad and it was hard for me and I told my girlfriend about it and I'm not very religious myself but she said that she thinks that you know And I would like to think this too, that he is watching over and although he can't come see me and he can't talk to me and he can't be here, that giving me a dream like that and just kind of saying, hi Noah, I love you, I'm thinking about you and I'm watching over you, was, you know, him giving me that dream and him kind of, that was his way of showing up in my life and saying, you know, I'm still here, still love you, don't worry. And I would like to think that, and so thinking positively like that helps me um, get through. So no matter what, you should find some way to just kind of channel that. Uh, for me, I channeled it into motivation. Like I said earlier, uh, the the stress or the sadness, try to channel that into something. Think positively about their life, about how the struggles you will face in life, no matter the size, will help someone else. Uh, I'd also like, you know, as a final thought, you never know what moment is going to be your last. The day that he died, I didn't know it was going to be his last day. The day before that, I didn't know that it was going to be the day before. I knew that time was winding down, but I never knew for a second what day was going to be the last day. You know, I never expected it to be that day. And I think about that all the time with my family. You know, you never know what day could be the last day with them. And you have to cherish the time that you have. And although it's hard because I take time for granted, everyone takes time for granted. At the end of the day, you never know what moment is going to be your last. And you should cherish those moments with the people you love. And the the final thought would be to take advantage of life and create your own path and get what you want out of it. Because that's what he did. And he taught me uh, work ethic and lessons and morals that couldn't have been taught without him. And I think that if you can take advantage of your life and you can live a good full life and create your own path, you'll be able to teach people and inspire and motivate people. And I think that's what's most important. Thank you guys for listening to episode two where I discuss how I am dealing and how I dealt with my grandfather's death. I really appreciate it. You guys can find me on social media at Noah Briley for everything, noahbriley.com. And stay tuned next week where we're going to talk about how I am a self-taught designer, the pros and cons of it, the struggles, and stuff like that. So stay tuned next week. We'll be talking about, again, becoming a self-taught anything. See you next week.